Hello and welcome back to the Escape Pod. Thank you for escaping with us. That's Alex. I'm Andrew. And as always, with great power comes great. Viva the revolution ability! Woo! Pre-planned, baby. We gotcha. You freaking lied to me. I did. You lied to me. We gotcha. You even asked me, oh, who's doing the ability yep, today? Yep, I what gotcha. If I, what if I was like, oh, I'm going to do it? I would have had to improvise. Um... You're not going to explain the revolution? You're just going to no, move along? We're going to move along. Mug broke. You yeah. learned that. Yeah, last episode. In the Cuban episode. Um, we're shipping out all the pieces to the mug. There were 17 pieces that were like big enough that like mattered other than dust. So uh, uh, all 17 of those are going out to 17 different patrons. Today. Uh, today. So uh, thank you guys so, so much for your constant love and support. Join the Patreon. And maybe you'll get the pieces of that when we eventually don't, break that one. Don't touch my mug. Okay. Don't freaking touch my mug. My mug will live forever. Longer than the revolution, might I add. Um, yeah, the Patreon. We got we got movie nights. Yes. We might either do Scooby-Doo this month or the Avengers, something yes. like that. We yep. got, they, they pick certain words to be on certain parts of the set. And P.O. Box. Yeah. So the P.O. Box is for everybody. Yeah. Woo! So we've um, got that going, right? Yeah, so we've got, a, new... we've got two packages because we announced it in the Discord. Also, go join the Discord because you'll know about things early. Early. This is the first time we're announcing it on the podcast because we've been gone for 5,000 billion years. That's true. Um, I have not been here in almost a month. Yeah. Coming up on a month. Neither of you. I shouldn't have even paid rent this month. Me neither. Yeah, for real. It's going to feel so weird. I need to be able to clink you. And I think we're going to agree a lot today. Can you just clink with your hand or something? Uh-huh. Can you clink with your penis? How about my foreskin? So we're doing a P.O. Box opening. Yep. Uh, or we already did. And then we're doing fan questions. Yep. And then we have a secret segment from yep. me. And then we're going to be reviewing a bunch of movies. TMNT. Uh, Spider-Man Lotus. Blue Beetle. Uh, the Meg 2. Yeah. And then, yeah, so that's going to be at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for all of those movie reviews because we caught up this week. Yes. So we got two packages. Um, I'm going to do that one second. Okay. Uh, oh, look at that. Look at that. How did this fit in our little P.O. box? It did not. <laughs> oh, really? No. They to they had it in a separate location? Yeah, but neither of these fit. Oh, this is from Funko James. I think it's a Funko Pop. I would I was assume on account of his name. Can you, can I do this? I'm doing a great job. Okay. Oh, oh, there's a few things in here. Exclusive t-shirt. Oh. Oh, that's sick. I'll take that. It's oh, a large. Oh, there's a bunch, bro. Oh my gosh. Empire Strikes Back, baby. We got another Nightcrawler. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, Funko James is the man. We got an Iron Man. Oh yeah. Dude, this is sick. Oh, we got a, we got a Daddy Darth Vader. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Classic. What's the last? One? Oh, of course, my personal favorite, Amazing Spider-Man. That's a classic comics one. Yeah, dude, this is sick. This is from uh, X2. How exciting! How exciting! Thank For those you, who are watching James. audio only, sorry. Suck it, Andrew. What language? Okay, sorry. That's sick. He's got the little arm wings. Yeah, the wings. Yeah. This is uh, Infinity War Iron Man. This is the bleeding edge armor, and he's got the big old cannon. Oh yeah, and then Darth Vader. These are some. some oh, some, oh. Can you see this? Oh, can you? Very sharp. Can you? Boop. 
we got to figure out places to put all these on the set. Yeah. How then, exciting. Oh, and this is New Hope Darth Vader. My favorite Star Wars movie. Because it's the best. All right. Wow. Thank you so much. That Thank you, sick. Funko James. I love you dearly. Sick. Yeah, what a great start. Very positive. And then, do you know who this is from? Uh, Jesse. Yes. The one and only. Jesse. Moderator of our Discord. Patron. It's, it's very fragile. Yeah, he made that clear. But he's also very excited about it. Uh -oh. which, which scares me. Because uh -oh. if you know Jesse, it's he's a scary person. I thought you were going to say something different. What else would I have said about Jesse? A racial slur? Why would I racial slur Jesse? I don't know. What do we got in here? I'm really afraid. Can you pull? Push! Oh, gosh. This is taking 80 kabillion years. Alright, I have a like a, a low-key dream of being a sportscaster, so I'm gonna practice this on you. Okay, go. Here comes Andrew. He is cutting through the bubble wrap. He seems uh. to be making some real progress, but what does progress mean in this situation? Oh, oh, he seems to be getting his hand in. Uh. Is there a way that can Andrew see what's in the bubble wrap yet, or it's still concealed by enough bubble wrap we can't tell what it is. What Andrew seems to be checking it out. What in the world? He seems to not know what it is. What in the world? It's something glass. I, I could see it peeking out the top. Alright, here we go. <laughs> uh, for audio listen. For audio listeners, this is a big mason jar looking thing um, with a Tinkerbell inside and a note. <laughs> from the mind of Eli slash Doom and the creation from Jesse. But here you go. That is disgusting. Why did you have to throw that line in there? Ow! I don't, I'm not, I'm not interested. I, as soon as I saw that it was Tinkerbell. I thought it was a, 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 like a rubber ducky for a minute. That's disgusting. You've been in Florida? Yeah. Doing it's what? It's hot as shit, man. Dude, it's terrible. I went to Disney. Mm -hmm. Me too. And the three days I was at Disney are the hottest three days of my life. But day two, I threw up. Within an hour of being there, I had not rode a ride yet. I threw up from heat exhaustion and dehydration within an hour of being at the park. That's hilarious. It was crazy. Speaking of, how was Guardians the ride at Epcot? It's great. Didn't get dizzy. Damn. I actually, that is the only ride where I got off and I was like, oh, that, I could kind of see why people, like, I'm a little dizzy, but like, I wasn't like. It's disoriented. It is really disoriented. Because you're spinning. Yeah. And it's but a it's roller fun. coaster. It was fun. Did you ride it once or twice? Or? Three times. Oh, do you know what songs you got? Yeah, so I got, um, I got a really good one the first time I rode. Uh, September, no. I ran. Uh, so I Everybody got Everybody Wants, wants to, to Rule the, the world. world. Rachel's favorite. Yeah, that one is one of my favorites. Yeah. And then I can't remember. But I got three. I got three. No. I heard that's the worst. I heard that's the worst. I really want to ride it with Conga. Okay. I've only done the ride twice. I've got, I got three I different songs. I ran as the other one. Yeah, I can't remember.
It was fun. A really good ride. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, so we went to Comic-Con. Yeah, that was a And then we had one day ago. in between, and then yeah. the I've been gone since. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. Nice. Um, shall we? Yeah. We're going to answer some fan questions. These Woo! are all submitted by we you guys. We haven't done a fan segment in a while. I know. So last episode, Cuban, super nerdy, lots of arguments, Blake's takes. Oh, yeah, dude, that's crazy yeah it's gonna be fun uh so we're gonna keep it straight to you guys fan yeah. questions and and fun stuff here we go ready mm-hmm. i shall start question for the pod out of the five these five franchises mcu fox x-men dceu star wars and indiana jones who do you think has the highest highs and who do you think has the lowest lows mcu is the highest highs wait wait just repeat all the franchises mcu x-men dceu star wars indiana jones Star Wars has the highest highs. I will not budge on that. There is not a movie in the MCU that is better than New Hope or Empire. Yeah, but are you are you talking like highest highs in in terms of like the movie in general or like specific scenes? Oh, it's moments. I'm thinking moments. Oh, if it's if, it, if it's moments that it's not Star Wars because the best scene in my opinion in all of Star Wars is Darth Plagueis, which yeah. obviously you think is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, that moment is not as good as the three Spider Men. Right. That moment is not as good as the End Game battle. But exactly. End Game as a movie is right. doesn't touch New Hope. Exactly. Exactly. So if it's movies, I agree with you. If it's moments, I think it's MCU. That's good. lowest lows. I think it's got to be the DCEU. The Fox X Men movies. Dark Phoenix. Again, I don't know. I can't remember the X Men movies well enough. But like, oh, there's some bad X Men movies. Dude, my. But here's the thing. They don't ruin Superman. Oh, you're right, Man of Steel. Oh, Man of Steel yeah. is the lowest low. But the all, Pa Kent scene, the yeah, tornado. Exactly. And my is the, and obviously you disagree with this, but my friend sent me a TikTok of a scene from Batman v Superman. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I cannot believe this is like an actual movie that actually. Yeah, exists. no, no, no. It's yeah, yeah. so bad. I like. I I'm a Batman v Superman defender. Yeah. And I like it. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but I think the ultimate version, the three-hour cut, I think it's like a seven out of ten. Like, I don't think it's this complete disaster. Um, but that movie is bad. I what, just like the, it. The scene like the scene that he sent was like the one where like Clark is talking to Lois on the balcony, and he's like, this used to the mean worst something. Scene. The worst scene and, in the movie. And, and, and now I'm just, it's just a dream of a farmer boy and then he flies off and then the next scene he's like hallucinating and seeing his father in the alps or something yep, it, it was so that bad. no that scene's the worst scene in the movie because it's the most man of steel that movie goes yeah so i because you that. know i love ben affleck but i still can't stand henry cavill yeah and indiana jones yeah i think i think that's what i'm gonna go indiana with. jones is in the middle i would say yeah, the most exactly. of that franchise uh one gets erased but that's a f- great great question. question great question one gets erased from history would you rather lose all Spider-Man content or all Batman content? Movies, shows, comics, the character just doesn't exist. Obviously, you're erasing Batman. Yes. I think I have to erase. That's tough. It is tough. Batman or Spider-Man. Oh, frick. I got to erase Spider-Man. I can't do it. I just I never read I never read Spider-Man comics. And I grew up on Batman comics, and I, as much as I love Spider Verse and all that, I, I yeah, I gotta go. Where would you rank Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy in all-time comic book trilogies? Just, I'd, I'd just say comic book trilogies. I'd say it's the number one. Yeah, 
I, def- like like uh, Spider Verse will probably dethrone it. Yep. But um, and in terms of personal enjoyment, like I enjoy Captain America's more probably because I it falls off the third one falls off for me on the other. Th- that's fine. I don't really have a problem with that. I just like. I think Dark Knight and Batman Begins are two of the four best comic book movies of all time. Yeah, the better question is where does it rank against movie trilogies ever? <laughs> like, ever. It- well, th- when we did our trilogy bracket in the Straw Hat Goofy episode, I expected that trilogy to win. Obviously, yeah. you and Straw Hat um, both, obviously, it got voted off. Right. But um, uh, because uh, uh, you obviously are not the biggest fan of Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but... I, like that was my pick to win it all because I do think it's a top three trilogy of all time. Yeah, hard to beat. Question for Andrew: mm-hmm. What did you major in in college? So uh, at the college I dropped out of, it was like visual. It was like it was communications, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. visual media, and then the same kind of thing at the next college. It was media communications. Cool. Yeah. So, which is better, live action: The Grinch or The Cat in the Hat? Grinch is better. Cat in the Hat is a bad movie. But it is hilarious. Ready for this? I saw live action Cat in the Hat. Uh huh. For the first time. Uh huh. Like two years ago. Yeah. The Grinch? Yeah. Never seen it. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're, they're like, and I'm a big Jim Carrey guy. He's great. Yeah. The problems with that movie are not his fault. He's spectacular. Yeah. But I think they're both ridiculous over the top. The Cat in the Hat is clearly worse as a movie, but it is so fun. Yeah. Cassidy Weathers, the patron. Yeah. Question for the pod. If the podcast wasn't named the Escape Pod Podcast, what would you rename it to? So, when we were starting this back in January... um, Alex came up with like a list of like 70 name ideas and most of them were like we knew awful, we awful our jokes or my whatever. idea was I write down 100 names 90 of them will be terrible right. 10 of them will be okay and in that 10 we'll find two that are like great right. so what were the other I can't remember the other finalists the protagonist pod I liked a lot mm-hmm. the first appearance pod I liked a lot but yeah. the only one we considered seriously other than escape pod and and it and all of these we came up with before Escape Pod. I think as soon as we got Escape Pod, we knew it was Escape Pod. But um, uh, the the only one that we took seriously was the With Great Power Pod. Yeah. And that's why we do the With Great Power Comes yeah. Great Ability. And I think we even said that. We were like, well, we can still we could, incorporate we it. We could still do that. Yes. Yeah. Um, what is Andrew's favorite Batman and his favorite Batman movie? Mm. Like favorite Batman actor? Yeah. Um, I actually, I, I really like Pattinson. That's terrible. Wow. I think he was Number great. one? Yeah, why not? And then uh, my favorite Batman movie? Probably Under the Red Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, I, I do want to watch The Dark Knight again. I know it, it's definitely up there, but again, in terms of like, personal enjoyment. Dark Knight for Patreon movie night. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, for James Gunn's DCU, mm-hmm. which character would you like to see the most and played by who? I'm going to say, can we say characters that haven't already been announced? Because, like, sure. they're doing Booster Gold. I think Booster Gold's going to be super fun and great. By the... Hmm. Tell me. Say it. I saw Blue Beetle. Yeah. This isn't a, a spoiler of the movie, or what I think about it, but yeah, yeah. there was a Q&A with the director after. Yeah. And he was talking about Booster Gold a lot. 
Oh, that's great. It was really cool. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, because of, yeah. But anyways. Um, yeah. Like, so let's do people that haven't been officially announced. Um, I'm not good with fan castings. I yeah, don't really care. Um, but like some of the Justice League members or Justice League Unlimited members that we like haven't, like we've mm-hmm. had a Martian Manhunter, but not really mm-hmm. ever. Um, and he's such a cool character. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, Teen Titans is also something that I eventually hope to see. That live action that doesn't suck because I heard not great things about the show. Yeah. Um, the Teen Titans is such a cool yeah. team. And they're great. With, like, and they're so like Robin and Starfire and Raven and Beast, Beast Boy. Boy and Cyborg mm-hmm. and even like Speedy and stuff like that. Like that is, that could be so cool. Um, especially if James Gunn has that group. You're a Teen Titans Go guy. You're a mm-hmm. defender of that mm-hmm. show. What do you think of the original show? The original show's great. They're both great, yeah. and they both play, like, different roles. Right, exactly. A, a lot of people hate Go because they're like, oh, it replaced this, and it's not as good. as like, I see them as two completely separate Completely things. different. Yeah. Have you seen the episode where they exclusively say the word waffles? <laughs> I've seen parts of it. They uh, just say the word "wow." I've seen a, some of those episodes. I haven't seen a lot of that show. I've seen a lot of clips from the show, and I've seen some of the show. You but saw I, the movie. The movie is is my favorite thing that come out of that because mm-hmm. I think the movie is really good. Um, Lil Yachty is in the movie. Patron uh, Braston, I think. Uh, question for the next pod: Whose lightsabers are your guys' top three favorite lightsabers? I know all three. Do you know yours? Uh, I think so. Kylo Ren, Mace Windu, Palpatine. I love a good gold okay. hilt. Okay. So the gold hilt for Palpatine and Mace Windu, those are my top two, and I love Kylo Ren's. I, I get that it's not practical. Right. I get that it's kind of dumb. I get that it looks shitty. I think it's awesome, the cross guard. Yeah. Awesome. Same reasoning there. I'm going to take Darth Maul. Of course. Um, and then I like Obi-Wan's. It's just classic. Looks really cool. Yep, right there. That's why I bought it. And then third, I like, just because it looks interesting, either Count Dooku or Asaz Ventress with the curved stuff the count dooku one's awesome yeah 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 yeah. i'll give that one to you 100 percent uh what is your favorite song from across the spider-verse you know yours i know mine yeah mine is uh self-love yep coil array yeah so funny that you that's and mine is silk and cologne silk and cologne um these are some good questions great questions good job guys i love these um did y'all watch the peacemaker show if so did you like it you are lower on it than everybody else. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Have you seen it? Uh, of course. Okay, so I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. John Cena's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was very interesting. Um, I do think that people, like, way overhype it. Like, it's the funniest thing in the world. Um, there are parts in the show where, like, it seems like they're improving all the scenes. Yeah. And it was, like, right on the verge of being funny, but not completely. Like... I feel like they were trying too hard to be funny at parts in that show, and it didn't land completely for me. Again, this might be because of my brain with Ragnarok and Guardians 2 and stuff like that. It's kind of in the same vein as that. But overall, like, yes, I still like it. I just am not bowing down to it as much as everyone else. Yeah, perfectly fair. I am... What would you rate it out of 10? Like a 7. Yeah, I'd give it an 8. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's super fun. Uh, Ty Purdy, the patron. Question for the pod. What did you guys think of Rogers the Musical in Hawkeye? And will you go see the actual musical at Disneyland? I, I definitely will see it at Disneyland. Um, I need to get my annual pass again. Uh, I have not seen it yet, uh, but I'm sure that's something I will do. What do I think about it in the show? I thought it was an interesting... Are you clinking me? <laughs> I thought it was an interesting part of the show because, uh, 
like the PTSD that it, you were seeing with Hawkeye. I thought that was cool. But yeah, what? I love it. Yeah. And I'm a theater guy. Like yeah. I, I go watch theater all the time. Uh, I'm so excited to go see it. Let's go see it together. Sure. I like, I, I just love, and absolutely, that's something that Broadway would do. And there's little, there's little touches, just like one little thing that I wanted to mention real quick. Broadway loves to do historical stuff that's just a little inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Hamilton has a bunch of just little inaccuracies. Like there's a love triangle thing mm-hmm. in that show. Uh, because like one of the daughters is the oldest daughter, so she can't marry somebody poor. Not true. The guy had 17 kids, and many of them were guys. Like that's just a historical inaccuracy to fit the plot of the show. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, in Rogers the Musical and the song in in Avengers One, which is Avengers One, they're fighting the Chitauri and Loki. Loki's black. Mm-hmm. Just like how George Washington and all them are black in mm-hmm. Hamilton. Ant Man is in it, and he's just not in that. Yeah scene because he wasn't a superhero yet like little i love that and that's not something that they talk about in that show it's just like oh this is exactly how broadway would do that right yeah oh, i loved it i also like all the easter eggs because you see it in the background of so many like posters for it and i thought that's like that's an mcu thing that they like in spider-man no way home when he's swinging around you see a rogers thing. Yeah, yeah i think that's cool uh which what superhero animated series did you grow up with i, I mean a bunch of a bunch them. yeah, yeah so, i mean so batman X- x-men X-Men, uh, Batman animated series, Superman animated series, yeah. Justice League animated Justice series, League, yep. uh, some of the Spider-Man shows. The 90s cartoon 90s, for me. I, yep. I didn't watch Spectacular or Ultimate. I, I watched a, a little bit of all of those. Yeah. Um, what else? Young Justice. Yeah. Um, there was also a new cartoon. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Yeah. There was a new Batman Cartoon Network one, you know the one with the Joker that flips around. And the, is that the one with the Joker that's more palm tree than man? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, a bunch of them. I was also like not just superheroes. Like I was really into a bunch of the Transformers animated series. Mm-hmm. Like Gen One, I watch a lot of. I watch a lot of. My favorite of all time is Transformers Cybertron. Plot wise, it's not very good, but the designs of the Transformers were awesome. Transformers Prime. Transformers the Animated Series. I watched all those. Mm-hmm. I watched the Pokemon show. Mm-hmm. I watched all of the Yu-Gi-Oh shows. Yu-Gi-Oh, Gen 1, GX, all those. I I was an animated cartoon fiend. Nice. Uh, Carson, the patron. Would Finn McMissile beat John Wick in a death battle? Obviously not. So I've never seen a John Wick movie. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. But the other day on my plane... The guy, not in front of me, but, like, the guy to the right yep. in front of me was watching it, watching four, and I was watching it with him. Very entertaining. Yeah, it's crazy. But if that's the whole movie and it's three hours, like, that would get really tedious. And every single movie is like that. I know. So by the time you get to four, and it, and as long as, like, okay, we've seen him punch this guy, flip him over, shoot him in the head, punch this guy, flip him over, shoot him also in the head. Also dumb that he's blind. Yes! Thank you! Okay, John Wick 4, the guy being blind? Kane. Stupid. Kane. Stupid. Yeah, Donnie Yen. And I love Donnie Yen, and he's very good at playing blind. Like, But there's a moment where John Wick is just being quiet, and he's like, John? <laughs> there's so much stupid in that movie. He's, he's better, he's just as good or better than John Wick, who's supposed to be the best action star, basically, of all time, and he's beating him, basically. He's like Daredevil... He has daredevil awareness without the powers. But exactly, like it's it's fine when it's Donnie Yen in Rogue One because he's a force user, right? Or if it's and daredevil, it's fine Matt in Murdoch. daredevil because he's got superpowers. 
And this here, is a real world thing. Yeah. Blind people are not capable. You can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. It was, it was, I came out of the movie and everyone was like, oh, that was really cool. I was like, yeah, except for the fact that like the, the cognitive dissidents are like the, like just ignoring that was really bothersome to me. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, so anyways, John Wick would beat Finn McMissal. I don't think so. What is the best cinema experience you two have ever had? He You're bl- going to blew me in the, sorry, go ahead. You're going to no. say Endgame, and I'm going to say No Way Home? Yeah. Because No Way Home, it was like a sporting event. I don't understand where this this revisionist history... That Endgame wasn't that Endgame, way? Endgame, Endgame was out of control. Yeah, the, the mother behind me, when Black Panther comes out, he goes, E-Bombay! My, like, like, my no. whole row was going, E-Bombay! Yeah, I was shoving people! Yeah, Dude, yeah. it was... No, no, it was cool. It was cool. Endgame was awesome. Uh, no Way Home, I just think was a little more raucous, just a little crazier, and and a lot a part of it is like all the the theories and leading yeah, yeah, up yeah, to yeah. it. It was like, but I will say we're not considering those two, War for the Planet of the Apes. I there's a scene that happens in the first twenty minutes of the movie. You know what I'm talking about because we watched it together and we were all crying. That scene in the theater. I'm in a packed theater opening night, and. Like, I was crying so much and so loudly that there were people around me that were handing me tissues. Yeah. That was a beautiful experience. This isn't my favorite experience, but I had, when I watched Past Lives earlier this year. Yeah. So the whole movie's about this thing called, like, um, Inyun, I think, where it's, like, your ability to connect with people you've, like, in your past lives or in the uh-huh. future or whatever. And, like, this girl next to me, like, we were near the end of the movie and I was crying. She was crying and she just... Hands me a tissue, and I was like, "In you, it was just like, <laughs> it was really, it was really sweet." That's great, but uh, yeah, I can't really think of any other than Endgame. Eric Ford, the patron, uh, if you could have the studio's retcon one movie and redo it, would you rather see a different Rise of Skywalker or a different Spider-Man three? Spider-Man three is interesting mm-hmm. because Spider-Man three broke what should have been one of the best, if not the best, superhero trilogy of all time. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker is my easy pick. Right, just make it a sequel to the movie before, whether you like it or not. Yeah, see- retconning Last Jedi was a poor decision. I've said this a couple times. I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast. The only thing people care about now that talk about now about Last Jedi is Luke. And they retconned everything else. So, like, I just... That one's tough for me because I obviously I obviously think Spider-Man 3 is better than Rise of Skywalker. But yeah. I also, like, at that point in the sequels, I'm like... Yeah, because you hate Last Jedi. Yeah, like, so I just don't know. I don't know what else they would do. Yeah. Like, I just so didn't do, care at that do point. do you retcon Last Jedi? Oh, you, absolutely. You like Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I wouldn't say I like it. I tolerate it more than than most. I like it better than Last Jedi. Um, Alex, I know you worked in music. Who uh, who are three under the radar artists you would recommend? Um. Okay. Uh. Uh. Dro Kenji is great. Um. He's awesome. Uh. He's 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 getting bigger, and he'll he'll take over the world someday. I'm going to a show of his in October. He's the man. Uh, uh, so yeah, I, I like Dro Kenji a lot. Uh, give me Big Baby Gucci. He has a song called De Niro that like came out a couple years ago. It's my favorite song in the last five years. Love him. And then uh, John Linus, I think is the best rapper in the world. There you go. There you go. 
formerly Young Rich John, the man. The man. Braden Titus. Patron. Patron. What do you guys think of my Spider-Verse theory? The spot fails to kill Miles' dad, but Spider-Man 2099 kills him. They said his greatest enemy will kill a captain close to Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2099 is way more of a greatest antagonist to Miles than the spot. Wow, that'd be psycho. That would be awesome. I think that's a really cool idea, and it fits with everything, theory-wise. Uh-huh. Um, especially because, like, if it's a canon event that's supposed to happen, uh-huh. like, Spider-Man 2099 would do it himself if uh-huh. needed. Uh-huh. The only reason I don't think they would do that is because that would make a Spider-Man too evil. Yes, I don't think that'll happen, but I think that's awesome. But I don't know if you, I, we've talked about this on the pod. I don't want them to kill anybody. I yeah. think they're going to. Don't kill Peter B. Don't kill Rio. Do not kill Captain Morales. Don't kill any of these guys. Can everybody just live for once in a Spider-Man story? We'll see. Please. It's got to be sad. It's got to be at least a little I sad. I hope not. Um, why does hat guy like She-Hulk? I refuse to believe anyone likes that awful show. Newsflash. I like it too. <laughs> yeah, you just recently watched it. I, I recently finished it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I started it a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the ending. Yeah, we I thought, talked about that. I thought that. the last episode was really stupid. It left me wanting some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if it had if it had stuck the landing better, mm-hmm. uh, I would have liked it even more. But yeah. even without that, I thought it was pretty entertaining. What would you rate She Hulk out of ten? I give it an eight out of ten. I gave Peacemaker a seven, so I'll give this a six point five. Okay. Just because I want it, I don't. I think Peacemaker is a little bit better. But you think it's ridiculous if people call it a one or a zero out of ten? No, yeah, I might, I might give it a seven because it's completely, it's a completely different thing than than Peacemaker. Uh, The question was, why do I like it? It's exactly what I wanted from the MCU personally. Like everybody wants like a Jimmy Woo show. Yeah. At least when WandaVision was coming out. Yeah. Everybody wanted a Jimmy Woo X-Files show of him investigating weird cases in the MCU. That's what She-Hulk is. It's exploring the universe. The the Mr. Invincible guy. Having a bunch of wives. That's great. That's yeah. what I want from the MCU. The guy that quit Camertage and now yeah. he's ruining Sopranos for Wong. Yeah. That's what I want from the MCU is to explore this universe where... For five years, half the population disappeared. Yeah, I, I liked it because, um, like, obviously there are problems with it. Obviously, the CGI is not great. No, uh, the the twerking scene I think is ridiculous. I think it. I think in the context of the show, it fits. Yeah, but it's just obnoxious. I I, I just didn't like certain. I didn't like. I didn't like the, the ending. I thought it was. I thought it was such a cool idea, but they they overused it. I think the fourth wall breaking was good. Um, I think the acting was fine. I think. I was just actually invested in Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, like watching her have to date all these people yeah. and deal with all these cases and deal with their boss and deal with being She-Hulk. Um, again, I've talked about some of the things I don't like on the podcast before, but um, I also just thought it was funny. Yes. I've said this before as well. The retreat episode, I laughed out loud. Hilarious. Multiple times. Tim Roth is so funny. Yeah. So. And now... Will you give me how much better he is in She-Hulk than in Incredible no, Hulk? No. It's completely different. I think he was fine. The Seven Wives. Hilarious. Yeah. No. It's great. It's so good. Would you rather own a zoo with exclusively giraffes or a horse ranch with exclusively horses? I have a very easy answer for this. Go ahead. I would like the horse ranch because I don't want my brethren to be in captivity. 
Right. So if I don't, if I'm going to have a, a a big old thing with a bunch of giraffes or a bunch of horses, I might prefer giraffes in general, but I much prefer the pasture setting of a horse ranch where they can just roam around and be in less captivity. And practically, like riding a horse is pretty lit. Riding a giraffe is more. But giraffes got that tongue. And you can like feed them carrots. And it's always a good time when like there's a fun tongue involved. Uh, are there any new shows you've been watching lately? I, uh, I'm watching Demon Slayer, but that's not new. I'm still on season two, and it's fire. I started uh, the the show with Bill Hader Barry. Um, it was recommended to me by number one Barry fan from the Discord. Um, it's pretty good. Really, he doesn't really talk about that show very much. It really impressed me, honestly. If it's if it's continues to be as good as it is currently, is this a bit or did you actually start it? I've actually started it. And if it's, that's a big thing in the Discord, we're going to war over that word. If if it if it yeah yeah no the number one Barry supporter it's he was right it, I might become I'm sure it's good the number one Barry I might supporter not watch it just because despite they, yeah they yeah. talk about it so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> uh, when is the merch coming? I don't know. It's so complicated. Soon. Just it's tough. We are working on it, guys. We promise. Like literally, just shipping out the pieces of the mug took like hours upon hours to figure out and. Uh, and we've been considering and cost us like over a hundred dollars. We've been considering using a like service that would like do it all for us, but then there are some serious limitations, and then we got to make it more expensive. I don't know about you. I want to be selling our t-shirts for twenty dollars. Yeah, I don't wanna like. Be, like I don't want to be the off. guy that's selling fifty dollar t-shirts. Like that's ridiculous. So we're working on it. If you have information or you know make shirts yourselves or anything like that, DM us on Instagram, join our Discord, and help us. Let's make something happen. Will they survive? Woo! Yeah. I was hoping for this one. Yeah. So, uh, this is a game where I will give... (laughs) You've been waiting to do that, right? No. I put it in because this hat doesn't fit me quite well. We have... uh, So, he did this for me a few weeks ago. Basically, I'll give you a scenario with a character where they're dropped somewhere, a different universe, a different scenario, whatever, and you have to answer whether they will survive or not. Yep. All right, ready? Very, very, very uh, simple. Let's do it. We've already talked about this guy a little okay. bit. John Wick. Okay. Okay. You haven't seen the movies, but... No, but I've seen him in action yeah, enough. And, I know. I, you yeah, know yeah. He's, he's... He's the man. Baba Yaga. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's dropped into the DC universe. Okay. Okay. Now, he is specifically in Gotham. Okay. Okay. Now, a bounty text goes out, just like in the John Wick movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen those yeah, scenes? Yeah, yeah, yep. Where, like, basically all these assassins are getting... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, here are the Batman villains that are currently on the streets and not in Arkham. Okay? So the rest are in Arkham, are not not going to be there. Joker, Firefly, Man-Bat, Zaz, and Killer Croc. He has to survive 12 hours. Okay. Are the five working together? No. But, not at the start. They could eventually team up, but you have to take into account, would Man Bat work with Joker? (laughs) He's got 12 hours? He's got 12 hours. And once he passes the 12-hour threshold, he's alive? Yep. I think he's going to make it. Okay. With this lineup you've given me, yep. you needed to give me one more superpowered guy. Man Bat is not a problem for John Wick. Mm-hmm. I think that John Wick's going to be a little bit freaked out by him or whatever. Joker is like super smart. Right. Does he have his goons? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. 
that changes a little bit. Um, you didn't give me Clayface. I think Clayface would be too much for John Wick. Yep. Because guns. So, yeah. Yeah, like he can't fight or gun down Clayface. He can gun down conceivably Killer Croc. Also, just stay away from sewers. Does he know who's coming from him? No. And he has no concept of their power, so they can just get him by surprise? Mm-hmm. He's dead. I just... So when I went through... I went through... If, ba- he, if he goes into a sewer to escape from somebody, he's dead. I went through the Batman villains. Yes. And I was trying to find some that would make it difficult for him, but not... Like, like I wanted to put one at least super powerful... Like, Killer Croc is really strong. It was either that or Bane. Um, and I didn't put Clayface in there. And then I put some others that were like medium tier, like Man, Bat, Firefly, stuff like that. Like Zaz, not a problem. Not a problem. Um, Firefly, like, not a problem. didn't even consider Zaz. Yeah. So don't even consider Zaz. Zaz is dead. Um, like he can take down all of Joker's goons. That's not a no problem. No problem. But Joker's smart. I think he, he might make it, but yeah, I would. 12 hours is a short amount of time. Yeah. Like... The issue is Firefly, Man Bat, and Killer Croc. Mm-hmm. I'm getting rid of Joker and Zaz. Okay. Uh, because he does not have a problem killing these guys. No. So And he has he has his weapons. He has as much ammo and pistols that, as he needs. And he's got the bulletproof suit. And, he, and he's got the fire shotgun if he needs it. Yeah. He's got weapons. So I honestly don't even think Firefly is going to be too much of an issue. Mm-mm. I, I just think it's it, the issue is Killer Croc and Man Bat. Man Bat, not even for the strength. Man Bat, strictly for the surprise that there's going to be this weird creature flying at you. Because Firefly's technology, that's going to be loud. Firefly's not sneaking up on you. Man Bat can sneak up on you. Yeah. I think he survives 12 hours. 24. No. Yeah. All right. Because this, like, remember, a bounty text goes out. So they're all doing this for, they want money. Like, and it's like $10 million. Yeah. All right. So he's surviving. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Stitch is dropped into the DreamWorks universe. I'm going to give you two variations. Okay. One, the Furious Five. You got any questions? That's basically all I'm giving you. I don't have a time limit. Let's go. Let's just go a day. Stitch. Okay. Same scenario. Penguins of Madagascar. Stitch. I just that that you know you, I don't need any explanation for that. Stitch is like invincible and this and that, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, but it's just the Furious Five, right? If it was Poe or Oogway, I'd probably give it to them. Over Stitch? Oogway can put his passcode into Stitch's chest. Yeah, but... Okay. Okay. And Poe's the Dragon Warrior. By, 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 by Kung Fu Panda 3, I think Poe would be able to be a problem. Stitch is, like, invincible. Yeah, but if they figure out the water thing, number one. And number two... Like some people can't give Stitch problems. He's he's not like Superman level invincible. Like he's okay. If you drop a nuclear bomb on Superman, he has a better chance of surviving than Stitch. I think Stitch could survive a nuclear bomb. No. Um. Anyways, Penguins of Madagascar. 
are dropped onto the Death Star. They have Kowalski, right? Who has figured out how to operate things like R2 in New Hope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they can go into vents, trash compactors, cells, anything to hide. Okay. All stormtroopers are on alert and looking for them. Okay. They have to survive five hours. Okay. Darth Vader only shows up for the last five minutes. But he's in a room with them? No, he just shows up to the Death Star and has and for the They're good. Really? Yeah. You don't think Darth Vader would get to him? Stormtroopers are incompetent. There's so many of them, and they're trapped on the Death Star. I don't care. Like, like, first of all, I trust them to get off. But even it, like, I think they would get off within five hours. But, like, like, come on, like, stormtroopers, like, they're not going to be checking vents. They're so incompetent. Like, okay, you flush them out of a vent, they go into a trash compactor. You could wait in a trash compactor if he can operate like R two. Then he could stop a trash compactor and they're there for five hours. Like, and Vader's got five minutes to check the whole Death Star. Does he know where they are? Well, he's got the Force. He could probably... Well, they're on the other side of the Death Star. But maybe they're not. Death Star's a moon. Yeah. Death Star's a big deal. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I feel like Darth Vader, if he really wanted to, he could find him and kill him in five minutes, maybe? I don't know, man. How how, how long would Darth Vader need to be on the Death Star for him to get the penguins? 30 minutes. You think it would take him half an hour? Yeah. Death Star's large. It is large. Like, he's got to have the force power to, like, sense where they are. Yeah, then do you think Darth Vader would do any, like, speed? We've never seen Darth Vader do that. Right, exactly. We've but, like, only seen Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan do that could. in Phantom Menace. He could. Can he, though? They just didn't have the technology Then he the should 70s. have done that in Rogue One. To get the plans. Yeah, he, he was just being cool. Like, that's my point. Like, I don't think Vader can do that. I don't think that's a thing in Star Wars. I think it's just in Phantom Menace, and that's it. That's, like, what I think. Because it breaks too much canon. Because George Lucas is an idiot. Right, 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 right. Okay, so... Everyone, you said survive. Yeah, you... Yeah, you... Yeah, I... I I have trouble... John Wick, 12 hours. That lineup. I've got trouble thinking any of them are going to get him. Like, kill him. What if, what if, like, a couple of them show up at the same time? That's kind of the Joker's goon scenario. That was my issue is, that's the thing. Man Bat and Killer Croc are his two strongest foes in this. They're never going to be in the same place at the same time. Yeah. Man Bat's coming from the sky, and Killer Croc's in the sewers. Killer Croc cannot leave the sewers. He will lose his advantage. So if John Wick can just know not to go in the sewer, then he's good. Just stay on a building... John Wick will be fine. And Stitch. I really don't think a nuclear bomb could kill Stitch. You really think a nuclear bomb could kill Stitch? In what world? Yeah, it's fire. It's oil and fire, and he's on fire for like five seconds. But like it doesn't leave a scratch. And the big guy, Captain Gantu. Yeah, Stitch is a problem. And he... no problem. Like, I have trouble imagining that that dead. Okay, what about the Furious Five and the Penguins versus Stitch? 
You don't think Tigers can do anything to Stitch? I, I just... It's a death match. They have to die. They have to kill him, right? They have to beat him. I guess, yeah, will they survive? They were able to, like... Like, Stitch is not... Like, he doesn't have impenetrable skin. Like, at the beginning of the movie, they take his blood. Yeah, but, like... I'm telling you, like, what... Like, Stitch, like, almost dies a couple times in that movie. At least once. He when? Just, when they're surfing. Because he drowns. Because he's doesn't like water. I'm telling you, if they don't figure out the water thing, he is living. I don't... He, I, I really think he's invincible. He's he's not, like, as as dominating of a force as Superman, but I think he's... He's not on that, the same level. He's not that invulnerable. I think so. No. If someone came up with a syringe and tried to take Superman's blood, it would just break. That's true. Yeah, maybe that group gets him, but I don't think so. I think I think Stitch I think if Uguay was in there, I, or Poe, I would give it to. Them. I really have trouble understanding because they have to kill him. Their goal is to kill him, and I just don't think in any time. Dun, 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 dun. I don't think and he's. I don't think there's any time situation where they kill him. What about Stitch on the Death Star? I think Stitch could blow it up. Stitch would one hundred percent blow it up. And, if this is if this and is, he'd survive. Stitch on coffee. I want to see Stitch fight some stormtroopers now. I really do. He they, would. They can do that. He would crawl into the thermal exhaust port and just crawl down there and then bite the thing, and it would blow up, and he'd survive. He would survive because <laughs> he is an impenetrable force. He took the red one. Okay. It's so good, dude. I love Stitch, man. We are reviewing movies. Spider-Man Lotus. Yes. Blue Beetle, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and, and Meg, the Meg 2. 2. What would you like to start with? Uh, I'm going to start with The Last Demeter. I'm going to talk about it for like 30 seconds. Okay, cool. Uh, the Last Voyage of the Demeter, it is basically Dracula on a boat. Yep. And it is also Garbaggio. Uh, a dear friend of mine told me it's great. Your friend is crazy. Really? I think I'd give it like a 4 out of 10. Wow. Um... Wait. Who'd you see it with? Um, a female. Really? Who? The one that I'm thinking of? The Florida one? No? It's in Alabama. He's a dog. Friends? The show? <laughs> that would get you. That's great. That's hilarious. Uh, we're talking in code, brother. Okay. What the hell? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna. I just. I'm going to my letterbox. I'm gonna tell you. Did if... you spend time with them before or after? Yes. Unbelievable, this guy. Unbelievable. Last voyage of the Demeter. These are the movies that I put below it from this year. Transformers. Yeesh. That's it. It was uh, nothing special. It just wasn't scary? I never really got scared. Like, um, there were some times where, like, they've... The, the, the cool thing about it was that it was, like, a pirate ship. Like, it was an old-timey 
pirate ship. And I felt like they sometimes they utilize that well to make it more interesting and different. And other times, like I, I feel like they could have done more with it. Um, there just weren't that many stakes. I didn't care about any of the characters. Dracula wasn't that scary. Um, the script was just like kind of there. I got to the end and I was like, that it was just bland. I don't know, man. Um, go watch it, I guess, if you want. But if you want to see the the other movies that we're reviewing uh, that we cut from this episode, and we also cut some fan questions um, from this episode, if you want to see all of that, um, Meg Two, maybe whatever. Uh, it'll be on Patreon, so go check out the Patreon. Also, here's a video of Alex dancing in a hurricane. Just letting y'all know that from here on out, we will be talking about Spider-Man, Lotus, and Blue Beetle, and there are spoilers sprinkled in, so proceed with caution. What should we start with? What do you want to start with? Lotus. Okay. Get it out of the way. Do we want to set a time limit for these, or are we just talking? Sure. For Lotus, I feel like we might go for like 10 minutes. Okay. Because if not... We'll talk about these four movies for the next hour, which maybe we should do. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, set a timer for 10 minutes. Then 10 that'll, minutes. That'll just give us an I did the calculator app. Always. Always. What's wrong with our brain? All right, ready? You ready? Three, two. Oh, so right. I. I all out, right. out of 10? Spider Man Lotus. Here are our scores for Spider Man Lotus out of 10. Three, two, one. One two. out of 10. Golly. I have a lot to say. You, you, I have one thing I really want okay, to say. Okay, say it. Obviously, racists made this movie. Correct. I don't know which one is a racist and which one isn't. I'm going to assume they're all racist. Okay. Um, I don't really care who's the racist and who's not. I just know that the people that made this movie are sh- I have one thing to say. I really wish they weren't racist. Because this movie obviously got a lot of funding. The budget was over $100,000. Okay. And, like, there was a lot of support for this project, like, a year ago. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of, like, so I wish they weren't racist. Because because they're racist, everybody is going to shit on it, whether they liked it or not. Mm -hmm. I wish that they weren't racist because I'd be fascinated to see how many people were nice to them. Because this movie is awful. Have you seen their comments? No. On YouTube? No. They're all positive. They, they're deleting all the exactly. negatives. They had to remove it off Letterbox because it got exactly. so much. So like I'm not that doesn't care. I don't care. But I I wish that they weren't racist because I'd be fascinated to see how many people were being nice. Because it's you shouldn't be nice. This movie's garbage. Okay, what's okay? The number there's basically one reason why it's garbage to me. No, there's a million reasons for okay, me. What's the number one reason for you? Spider Man is the worst. Really? What is your issue with this movie? They open this movie, there's like narration, and it's like, I miss so much these times. This was so fun. He's late, he misses the movie, he's late to the movie, and none of his friends like him. All of them are not acting fun or anything. He's like, I really wish we got extra time. And him and Gwen are just like, not, no chemistry, nothing. Sucks, man. No. What, what's your big issue with it? The, my big issue with it is... It's a Spider-Man movie? Question mark? Like, he's in it at start. And then... This movie does not follow any sort of rising action... Nope. Climax... Like, no nope. three-act structure. Nope. It is a string of scenes of people being sad. 
It's, but, it's like if A24 tried to make a Spider-Man movie and make it artsy. That's what this movie is, but it's not as good as A24 would have done it. <laughs> because that's a, a take. Is it not? Like, A24 has those movies where it's like, I don't know where this is going, and I don't care sometimes. Yeah, like, have I, you seen, like, Boa's Afraid? Like, that kind of stuff. I haven't seen Boa's Afraid. But okay, that's what I'm talking about. Like... It was like... A, it, was, it was like... Okay, so... What they were trying to do was explore the emotional, like, ramifications of, of Peter dealing with Gwen's death. Right? So it was, it was an emotional drama. Mm-hmm. It was not a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. And basically, they did, for two hours, what Tazen 2 did in the in last five ten minutes. minutes. Yep. Correct! Yes. I was just about to say that. I have it written in my note. <laughs> I have it written in my notes. They do, Tasm 2 is probably the worst Spider-Man movie, like, on paper. Mm-hmm. Like, just structure-wise, and it's a mess. And you're exactly right. This movie, in two hours, which feels like eight... I watched this movie on two times speed. You can! And it still I, felt like three hours. Dude, hold on. <laughs> I, I was taking notes on the plane. I watched this on the way back to LA. And I kept noting indicators of time codes of, like... I'm eight minutes in. I still don't know what the conflict of this movie is. And then I got 30 minutes in. I was like, still don't know. And then I got an hour and a half in and I was like, oh, they're just... There's no conflict. There's no... <laughs> there's, it's nothing. The movie's nothing. I think every scene is bad. I don't think there's a good scene in this movie. There, There is one... Uh, there, the only reason it's not a zero out of 10 is because I think the kid is likable. Also, the issue, though, is that he doesn't have cancer. He's not bald. He dies the next day. Or whatever it is. He dies a week later, whatever. You see his tombstone Mm -hmm. in Spider-Man Lotus? That kid is running around. Let me get my scrapbook. No. That's not how kids with cancer act. There was one time I, I noted... Also, some of these scenes are, like, long. Like, there was... There's one part in the movie, do you remember where he puts the flash drive in and he's watching mm-hmm. like a montage? So that goes on for a long time and then it cuts to just a montage of Harry walking around the city. Yeah. And between those two scenes, it was like 10 minutes. Yeah. Between Peter watching a video and Harry walking around the city, yeah. it was like 10 minutes. Yeah. And I was like... I, that's when I was pressing the... Yeah. I got to the end and I, I started getting on Discord and talking to people in the Discord for the whole last scene, and I and I it was just like on in the background because I couldn't do it anymore. It's awful. I think. Also, speaking of the kid, why did Peter Parker trauma dump on a cancer patient? That was so weird. <laughs> like I like I feel like they understood Spider-Man. No. To a certain extent. No. Yes, he's he's dealing with the 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 the, the double life and and. The, the, the quipping at the start and the, the Peter the character. The quipping at the start was the worst quipping I've ever seen. You liked the quipping at the start? I thought it was so bad. You, you're not serious. I, they at least put it in there. <laughs> like, God, oh, this was just terrible. I mean, um, I, I want to give it like... I want to give it some props because it is a fan film, I guess. Mm-mm. So I was going into it ready to give it some leeway. And then I just... Another thing I thought was, like, this didn't... F- 
another thing this felt like, it felt like a documentary. <laughs> like we were just documenting these people and their lives without it being like a story or... That's really interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's what it felt like. Um, yeah. I, I thought some of the scenes were fine. I thought the scene of him sitting in the torn up Spider-Man suit with the news going on in the background talking about Gwen dying and Green Goblin and it like I thought that was a good scene yeah I didn't think there was a good scene in this movie um so what do you think of the cast can we talk about Mary, are we gonna talk about Mary Jane I have notes about Mary Jane go ahead so she's bad she's bad she also but she's bad <laughs> Did you see there were leaked text text messages from the director of him complaining about her acting? Yeah, she's not good, but she's hot. Um, which is something I can't say for any other for MJ the, we've for had. For a fan film, I thought the acting was fine. No. Yeah. Uh, the Harry was particularly bad. Here's my thing about MJ that I want to talk about. She's bad, but she's bad. She also lives in LA. We've never had a good MJ. Didn't look it up. You followed her on Instagram. I saw it. Yep. <laughs> Gosh, dang it! Because <laughs> I stalked. <laughs> I did not follow. Um, uh, she's not good, but it made me realize we've never had a good MJ. So I would like to... I'm not a fan cast guy, but I would like to pitch Ellie Clutch for the next Mary Jane Watson. E-L-L-Y-C-L-U-T-C-H. She doesn't have an IMDb. She just has a... Uh. <laughs> She'd nail it. She'd nail some, Bro, that, this is allowed on Instagram? How is that allowed? Yeah, brother. She'd be great. I will not be following her. <laughs> um, so, I think... I'm going to try to say some positive things. Okay. Allow me. About... Spider-Man Lotus. Because Spider I have nothing positive to say I'm about going, this movie. I'm going to attempt to say some positive things about Spider-Man Lotus. All right. For a fan film, the action scene at the start was really cool. No. I thought the quipping was fine. Okay. Um, two, again, these are all under the guise of a fan film. For a fan film, I think the acting was fine. I think the casting was fine. Other than the fact that one of them turned out to be a racist. Um, Is it one of them? Is it multiple? Uh, it's just... the director and the Peter. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, oh, what a disaster. Three, um, I I think you might not agree with this. I think these people really do care care about the character Spider Man. I don't agree. I think I think they think they do, but I think that these kind of Spider Man fans. This is a really good point. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead. We, we're almost over the okay, ten well, minutes, we'll, so I'm going to yep. cut it. Um. Uh. I think that the Spider-Man Lotus makers of the movie, because they made it because they hated Far From Home so much. That's why it was made. Um, I think those fans of Spider-Man are the equivalent of Snyder DC fans. Their concept of Spider-Man is wrong because they did not read the comics and they do not like this character for what it is. They like this weird fantasy version of this character that one person is responsible for. That is the equivalent of Snyder DC yeah, fans because Snyder DC fans think they're DC fans, but they're not. They are Snyder fans. 
their Superman is not Superman. If you were a real Superman fan, you would hate Henry Cavill. You and I both agree with that. Mm -hmm. You don't hate Henry Cavill the man, but right. Man of Steel is one of the worst movies right. you've ever seen. Batman v Superman is one of the worst yep. movies you've ever seen. That's your opinion. Yeah. I just the the people that hate Far From Home and the people that hate Homecoming and like hate Tom Holland and this and that you just don't understand Spider-Man and that's how I feel about you I don't think you understand Spider-Man and that's why you're giving Spider-Man Lotus props you just don't get the character what about this what about it what about what? You think that Spider-Man's life has to suck all the no, time no absolutely I do not think that I think that's I think that's crazy I think that's crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think I think people that like get off on the fact that oh Spider-Man's suffering, I think y'all need to calm down. Mm -hmm. I think I think it's part of his character that he has to deal with things in his real life and in Spider-Man's life. But I don't and and deal with the angst. Spider-Man's always been like somewhat of an angsty character, mm -hmm. but he's also been a positive character, especially with like I'm playing Spider-Man PS4 right now. They do a great job of him dealing with being late all the time and, and, and people not trusting him and things like that and Mary Jane, the relationship not going well, but he's still a good person. Mm -hmm. So you're saying because he's... Because, like, what he says to MJ, how rude he is to MJ, like, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. that, is that what you're talking about? Uh, there's just everything in this movie is just doesn't get Spider-Man, in my opinion. I don't think that there's a single thing they do right. Like, let, let, let's think about this. Like, you brought up the trauma dumping of the kid with cancer. Yeah. Like... These people thought that they got Spider-Man because they used... Because it's something from the animated show from the 90s. He sees a kid with cancer and he tells him the secret identity and everything. It's something from the comics. They've done this before. Like what they did, there is nothing new. What is new is the fucking kid. Is like he is... He doesn't want to be Spider-Man, da da this, da da this, da this, all things we've seen before. But him, like you said, trauma dumping on this kid and just being the worst to the kid yeah, is no, just I don't like that. awful. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm the one that first brought that up. I, think I know. That's ridiculous. I think if, I guess I'm, I'm viewing it as they, again, I, okay, to your point of they kind of layers it in on one version like the Snyder did with Superman. I agree with that because, like I said earlier, they are focusing on one thing and one thing only, and, and the whole movie was just exploring the emotional ramifications of the Gwen death. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought, and I'm, I'm giving it a pass because that is solely what the movie is about. This isn't about Spider-Man overall because, again, Spider-Man's barely in the movie. All right, he does the fight scene at the start, and then you see flashbacks to him fighting Green Goblin. Okay. So I'm not trying to like put it in a box of like it's exploring all of Spider-Man. It is it is just doing that. And yeah, I, I, I think I think they care about the character. I don't think they they Snyder fans care about Henry Cavill Superman. Like Okay. I don't know. I, I just I'm not gonna give this one to you. I I think that these like I just like horribly misguided is my opinion on it. I just think they they I just think to make a good movie that shouldn't have been the only thing you do is just have Peter be like that. I think it makes sense for some of it, but you need to show other parts of it. The writers and the actors and the director do not understand movies though. 
like it all. Do you know what I'm saying there? Kinda. The, the opening narration, I really, really miss this. And then they show a memory. And that memory is of, of a really bad night. That doesn't make any sense. That's like poor filmmaking. Will you give me that? You mean the night where he misses the movie? Yeah. They don't, we do not see them have fun. I mean, yeah, they could have made it more fun. They're, they're, they, but he's still hanging out with the four of them. And that's the night but before she... Gwen is furious at him the whole night. Not the whole night. After the movie, like, he almost proposes to her. Yeah, but that's, like, after. Like, when they're at dinner, he keeps looking at her, and she's, like, ignoring him. I don't know. I think they do every... I think that Flash is terrible. I think they're all terrible. I think, I think it was a very poor representation of everybody. I can't believe you disagree. I, I, I Obviously, you think it's a terrible movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 there is now a Spider-Man movie in existence that I think is worse than Homecoming. We're moving on. <laughs> I'm sorry about what I said to you, by the way, about your Spider-Man opinion. You just don't understand the character, clearly. Clearly. So we're doing Blue Beetle now? We're doing Blue Beetle. Hold on. I, gotta, I really want to think about this. Okay. Keep in mind... All of my rankings could could swing like a point. Okay. You ready? Yeah. This is our review of Blue Beetle. Yep. Three, two, one. Eight. Seven out of ten. Okay. Yep. I think, I think seven's a little a little low. Explain. It's just so normal. I was, th- was going to say cliche. I've seen this movie a million times. You didn't like the... The things... Uh, that movie could have been a 4 out of 10. The things that bring it up okay. are the actual unique things about it. Which are? The family yep. is great. Yep. George Lopez yep. is great. Mm-hmm. The dad, the grandma, the mom, the sister, they're all great. They're great. And yeah, I know that you may not, but I saw this with Angel, Yeah. who gave it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I love that. He's Mexican. Mm-hmm. I'm Cuban. That is the best representation of a Latin family I've ever seen in my life. I watched the, the Q&A with the director. We talked, he, he, we talked to him for, they asked him questions for like an hour. I think the first 30 minutes, that's, that's all he talked about, is, is representing that. And because and, that's, they he's got from Puerto Rico. everything right. Everything right. The Spanglish, nailed it. Yeah. Mira, yo, yo hablo en español todos los veces and then I just continue in English like like that is that is how we talk like that is how everybody talks something that you're not going to know mm-hmm. that they really nailed grandmother never speaks a word of English she does not yeah. say an English line in the whole movie you have no idea how accurate that is yeah like, of course you have no idea like I know a couple grandmothers that speak a little bit of English but no they everybody has their grandma doesn't speak English right everybody like that oh that was right like they got just everything right like okay, wh- so. Okay, what's what's something else that made it good? That's it. That's it. For that's me. it. I think it's funny. Um, but I didn't care for the action. I don't care for the suit. I don't care for the yeah, villain. Crazy. I don't crazy, care crazy, for the. Crazy. I don't care for either villain. Yeah. So villain, I'll give to you. Pretty bland. But it didn't really bother me um, because the other stuff was good. Um, nothing spectacular about the villain, either the the woman or the Him. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, the director did say that he really fought to have that flashback. For the villain at the end mm-hmm. in the movie, mm-hmm. um, so that was that was interesting. It's good. It's one of the better scenes in the movie. Yeah, um, obviously, 
I love the suit. Uh, people that I went to see the movie with were like, "Oh, that suit's great." Um, I think the suit. I think the action was great. Um, what do you think about the acting? That was fine. Yeah. I think. I think. So in terms of comedy, I think there was basically they were trying to have two comedic reliefs: the sister and George Lopez. I think the George Lopez did a way better job. I didn't find her funny, but really. I didn't think that she was supposed to be funny. I think she oh, was. Oh, she is supposed to be funny when she comes out when she takes the. Yeah, uh, that felt lavish. I did not laugh at that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. But I found uh, the funniest. But, but she's in it more in the first half, and then George is in it way more in the second half. So I was laughing more then. The funniest part of the movie to me, though, is not George or the sister; is the grandmother. The grandmother at the end was hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> and there, here's something else: the subtitles do not do the lines justice. Okay. I noticed this. This is the first time I've ever noticed this because I've seen a lot of foreign films. And I, like one of my favorite movies of all time is Parasite. Yeah. It's a masterpiece. And there is a joke in that movie that is lost, that has been explained to a buddy of mine that speaks Korean. Um, that it, There's a funny joke in that movie that is lost from the subtitles. Um uh, uh, because it doesn't translate properly. And right. he explained it to me, and I was like, oh, that's very funny. And he's like, that's a moment you're supposed to laugh very hard that you don't get, right? Yeah. This movie has that problem. There's a bunch of very funny things that are said that it doesn't work because the subtitles literally say, thank you. And it's like, that's not what they're saying. They say a lot of curse words that do not get translated. They say cabrona a billion times. It does not get translated in the in the subtitles every single time every line is 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 peppered with a me or a, or this or that or or all this stuff doesn't get translated so that was something else like i enjoyed that part of the movie a lot that a lot of people aren't gonna get um uh, 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 what was I going to say? Uh, the director also talked about George Lopez, that scene where he's going off about all the stuff that the government or yeah. cord industries has done, yep. like his testicles, he swam in the Hilarious. Lake. He said, uh, they did one take where they let George just go and he improv for like 10 minutes. And, uh, the, the balls joke was one that they kept. Um, <laughs> it's so good. I, I, um, I think you might think it's cliche or normal or whatever. I think the way they handled the dad was great. Knew, okay. I knew you were going to think it was cliche. I think the emotion, they said, he also said that that scene was originally more intense and had more like screaming from the sister and stuff like that. I think him doing everything good to save his family and then literally being drugged away while his father is having a heart attack, that's crazy. I think that was really good. I think that gives him, yeah. gives him his motivation for the rest of the movie. I thought they handled it really well. Yeah. The ending was a little cliche with the, I, I liked it, the, the, talking to his dad with the candles behind him. Yeah, yeah, That was all good, but then he, like, the way he, like, leaps, and, like, they literally do, like, the figure. Yeah. I was like, yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little on the nose, I think. Yeah, no, um, I, and I, maybe I'm a person, and maybe I'm a terrible person, but um, there's a scene when the father dies, and the way they show that the father is dead is they are... Yeah trying to resuscitate him and then you just get a shot of the family Reacting. you don't hear the news or whatever but you assume that they just said he's he gone yeah. and then they collapse i laughed i thought it was very poorly shot that specific that. scene like i like i agree with you i think him being drug away very compelling I, and he's great and he's very handsome very handsome so is the love interest 
She she's, was very she's, handsome. She's really pretty. I ship them hard. Um, but I, I, like when you're just looking at them and ah! <laughs> I thought it was a little much. Yeah. I thought it was a little. There are much. parts of the movie where they they, they they do a little too much. I don't think that was one of them. Uh, the grandmother saying, "Now is not the f- time to cry. We'll cry later." And then, then crying at the end. She said, was "Now the it's time." Best Dude. scene in the movie. Yeah. I was like, "That is great." But again, I just every superhero movie now. It's just Iron Man. It's Iron Man 1 every single time. Not every single time. And I'm just over it. The, the reason I think this is fine is because we haven't had something like this in a while. I think this is refreshing. I think this is refreshing. Yeah, I just... I, it, was, it was a good, solid superhero movie. It's not a 9 or 10 out of 10. It's definitely an 8. And I can understand why it's a 9 or 10 for some people. Um, can we also talk about his Riz at the end? Where he's like, can I take you? And then the family's like, woo! Dude, I was like, yeah, dude. <laughs> that was awesome. What do you think of Becky G? Who? You don't know who Becky G is? No. She's like one of the biggest pop stars in the world. Who's that? She's the suit. Oh, she's the suit? Um, I thought it was wooden. I like wish. I guess it. I get it. I get it. No personality. It's a f- robot. But like at the end. They make it seem like they it 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 it, it does have a personality because he's like leaping forward and this and that and it's like they're two separate entities and this and that. I just like the scene. There is blood going to your nether region. That's hilarious. I wish. I just wish it wasn't a robot. Um, I I liked that. Especially if you get her. I like that they explored um, how it was they were learning to work together mm-hmm. where it was sometimes like near the beginning of the movie, he didn't know what was going on. And then it was, you take over. And mm-hmm. then it was, Hey, can we do this? Can I do this? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, make this for me. And they're working together. And then I'm excited to see that if there are sequels where like in the next movie, maybe they're working together more, but there's still some conflict. And then by the third movie, they're just like a perfect working thing. I enjoyed that. It's really good. I would love a sequel to this movie. I would too. I don't think it'll happen. I hope it will. We need to see how well it does, but um, obviously the director wants one and and has plans for it already. Um, he's also doing a Transformers spinoff, which he couldn't really talk much about. But um, so huh? maybe that'll eventually happen. But writer strike. Uh, no, I think most people really enjoy this movie. Um, even you, who are, are kind of lower on it, or it's still a seven. I, so, I really liked it. No, it's very I fun. do want to say something that's going to make you dislike this movie a little bit. Okay. Blue Beetle is now the highest rated live action superhero movie of the year on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that it was higher than Zack Snyder's Justice League, too. But what else is it higher than? Guardians and Spider-Verse. Guardians 3. No, Spider-Verse. No, live action. Live yeah. action. Yeah, Guardians is definitely better. Clearly. Um... Yeah, definitely better. But, but this is as really a, good. Look, as a Guardians 3 denier a little bit. I Look, I give it an 8 out of 10. I love Guardians 3, but I got murdered the other day for saying that She-Hulk's better. Yeah, because you're out of control. Like, I, I am a little... I'm lower on Guardians 3 than everybody else. I think that that's accurate for Guardians 3. I, like, it's not perfect. And I'm glad that Rotten Tomatoes acknowledges that. But this movie is not better than Guardians 3. Blue Beetle. Yeah. But okay. Blue Beetle's good. It's great. So, the, the, these movies... So, you liked Blue Beetle the most. Of these? Yeah, of these. for sure. Because I clearly liked... 
It goes um, blue, TMNT the most, and it, then Blue Beetle, and then Meg Two, and then Lotus. But yeah, it's Blue Beetle for me, TMNT, Meg Two, Voyage of the Demeter, then Lotus. Then Lotus, yeah, yeah. but Lotus is doesn't count. Yeah. All right, that was actually kind of intense. That was a lot of arguing. I think we agreed generally, though. We did agree very generally. We I just, was higher on Blue Beetle. You were higher on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We were both low on Lotus, but I thought you were, weren't low enough. I gave it a two. Yeah, I gave it a one. Come on, that's pretty low. I was a little high on Meg, too. You were high on Meg, too. I just, I just, I'm just a sucker for moments like that. But, just over-the-top, stupid bullcrap. Meg 1 is so much no, better. No, Meg 2 is better. What? What are you wait, talking wait, about? Wait, wait, wait. I, I might have misspoke. Hold on. Meg 1? I need to watch Meg 1. Meg 1's my favorite shark movie. Yeah, you're out of control. I, like, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just because That's just because I remember not liking Meg 1. The reason I think I said that is because I went in with the Meg 2 with the Meg in mind, and I had a completely different view on it. Uh, the Meg, I went in, and I wanted a shark movie, and it was it was garbage, and then this movie, I expected <sighs> to be garbage. Meg and it 1 was more, is not I had more garbage. fun with it. If I went back and watched the Meg with this view, I might enjoy it more. Meg 1 is so... Because Meg 1 is this Yeah, you're movie. right. It has Rain Wilson in it and stuff. Meg, Meg 1 is this movie. Like, it has all the crazy moments. I think him stabbing the shark in the eye mid-air, yeah. in the air, is a much more awesome moment than the You're totally the right. I think by the end of the movie, for the first Meg, I was just so over it that when he did that, I was not as hype as I was for Meg 2. That's fine. But, like, so think about it. Like, that... It's it's got those moments, but then at the same time, it's like a cohesive movie that like makes sense. Yeah. Well, at least all these movies are better than Cars too. You can lick my foreskin. I, hey, 